So as I'd previously said, I'd separated these into upper and lower. We've done our upper, we're now going to move to our lower joints. The first joint that we're going to consider will be the hip joint. Just bearing in mind that in adult, uh, there is very little minor injury problems around the hip, or very few minor injury problems around the hip. Um, the most common uh, injury you're likely to, to come across is a query uh, fracture of a neck of femur, uh, which is not a minor injury at all. It can be um, life-threatening for some people. So generally, um, if you're dealing with a hip injury with no history of trauma, what you're basically assessing for is, are muscular injuries. If you think um, it's a hip fracture, then you're just going to um, manage pain, uh, package up, and transfer to hospital for an x-ray. Otherwise, if it's non-trauma non related, uh, you can then go on and assess the hip in isolation. So very much, very similar to what we did with the upper limbs, and we're gonna get some consent, we're gonna clean our hands, we're gonna do a visual inspection, uh, and we're gonna make sure they're positioned properly and then take a history. With this particular joint, the first thing we're going to do is we're going to look at the patient's ability to mobilise. So looking at their gait, looking at how they walk, um, obviously looking for any sort of um, disturbance in their gait or, or, or mobility. The same with the upper limbs, we're now going to go down um, to the, the lower joint. There obviously is no upper joint for the hip, so we need to move down to the knee. And um, this is where we're going to feel. So we're going to feel around um, the patella. Um, we're going to feel around the tibial tuberosity and the lateral and medial structures. And we're going to feel the patella both flexed and extended. So steel on feel, we're going to go back up to the hip and we're going to palpate the greater trochanter. Um, and that's the only place we're going to feel and where we're going to record any tenderness and also consider neurovascular status at this point. Now we're moving into the move phase. So we're back down to the, to the joint below, which is the knee. Um, on, the, on the affected side only, we're going to basically just flex and extend at the knee joint. Moving back up to the hip joint, uh, we're going to carry out the following um, tests. Um, it's probably easier at this point to get the person to lay prone, so on their front, um, and we're going to do some hip extension, which should be actively, passively, and resisted. The extension is basically stretching the hamstring and gluteus maximus muscles. Then they're going to go back supine on their back, and we're going to do hip flexion, which is essentially a straight leg raise, also actively, passively, and resisted, and those muscle groups um, are the psoas muscles that we're testing there. We're going to do some internal and external rotation on the affected side, actively, passively and resisted for both of those. Um, the external rotation will um, be assessing the sort of femoral head muscle group, um, which links to the pelvis. The internal one will be assessing the muscles that join the knee to the pelvis. We're also going to abduct and adduct at the hip, again actively, passively and resisted. Uh, the abduction will, will test the lateral hip muscles and the adduction 
will will, will test the medial muscles of the thigh. And that is the end of the hip assessment.